welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. Once again here with my compadre Steve Broca, Drew Steck. Yo. What's up, fellas? Not much, man. Not much. Glad to be back after a week off. I know. It was a much-needed break. Drew, Yeah. you were the only one that was like, I'll do it. And then you're like, nah, actually, yeah, it's a nice break. We'll take a break. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like ready. To, I had it all set up. I was just sitting here by myself. And then I just talked to the wall for an hour. So. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you record it? Because we can totally just put to that up. up. We can put that as an episode, like a lost episode between 27 and 28. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I want to that. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Running a little bit late today. We appreciate y'all. I see you there in the chat. Everybody here. I see Thomas, Frank, Danny, Eric, Kim, Corbin, Tom, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're joined today by a very special guest. Unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, you won't be able to see him. But trust us, it's him, okay? I promise you. Once you hear his voice, you know it's him. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Sal Cecil coming on with us. How are you, sir? I'm good. Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> but it's me. I promise. <laughs> we're going to ask you some questions that only Cell Cecil can answer. And that way the guys, everybody here. I should be good at this, too. You know, I got my own podcast and never seen this happen. So, Well, you know, with, with the fancy the computers now, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's one of those things. For next time, we'll, we'll be better prepared. Uh, hopefully, this <laughs> won't be the last time that you come on. Uh, no, since you, for sure. Anytime. Since, since you do podcasts, and we are going to talk about... Uh, uh, the soccer soup. Actually, I was I was before you guys released the name. I was thinking of changing the name of this podcast to the soccer soup, but there goes. <laughs> it worked out perfectly for us, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna talk about why and all of that yeah. because uh, yeah, I am a big fan of you know the BS days and then BSI and you know you guys have rebranded at this point. Uh, you know, almost like Chicago and Chivas USA. Anyways, but we'll get into <laughs> all of that in just a bit. Um, what are y'all drinking today? That's what I want to know. I know, Sal, we're going to let you just not say anything because you're in training. We don't, if Landon yep. is listening, you're drinking apple juice. I'm dry tonight. I'm dry tonight. Dry tonight. Mm. I'm uh, having, we, I'm having. That's why the camera's off, Sal. That's why the camera's oh, off. That, that's, the, that's what he, <laughs> yeah, got it. Got it. All right. It's a veteran move. <laughs> For sure. So I'm drinking a, uh, Hecto Cooler is what it's called from, uh, from our buddies over uh, at, uh, uh, oh my God, Creative Creature. Sorry about that. Uh, Imperial Sour L. And since it's a, uh, you know, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, a time of recording, it's a green beer. So cheers to That's you guys. Awesome. What are you having, Steve? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Old Faithful Keg Beer. Like Keg Beer Buena Vista IPA from Booze Brothers Brewing. Um, Old Faithful Solid Beer. Drew, what do you have? Drew. I'm doing a cocktail this evening. It's uh, been my thing lately. I've been, uh, you know, I had beers here last uh, last week. I had one, and then we didn't do the pod. So now I'm back mm. to cocktails. So, um, and by one beer, I mean several beers. But uh, I'm doing an Ocean Side tonight, uh, which is a cocktail made by uh, Polite Provisions here in town. But it's just like gin, a little bit of lemon or lime, and then some salt. Uh, Sweet, it's good. Yeah, Sal, what, what's your what's your go-to? Are you a beer guy, wine guy, cocktail, uh, whiskey? What's up? To, to be honest, I don't do much drinking. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's something I start to dabble into when I'm done playing. But mm. the older I get, I just gotta keep it. Uh, you know, get get as much as I can. You know, yeah. Any any little edge. You got to keep up with those three girls too. Yeah, them and all these young kids that are running out there on the field. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. yeah. So congratulations. Uh, we know a boy yeah. on the way. Um, yeah. I, have, I have two of those. Uh, one of okay. them is uh, in the middle of potty training, and I feel like I need to give uh, everybody an update <laughs> that uh, today he went four times completely on his own, just straight sat over there and then brought it over to us and said, pee pee. And we're like, wow. oh. <laughs> and that took a weekend. So pretty excited and stoked about that. But parenting yep. is awesome. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah, that's been super I got, fun. I got one of them, and he just yeah. started walking this last weekend. More today, so oh yeah, wow, boy, yep, milestone, milestone week for us. Yeah, a lot of milestones. I remember, oh, yeah. I remember you, we were in like L.A., uh, and I told, I was telling Landon, like I think Steve uh, Bryce was was just born that day, or like yeah. in the morning, and we were in uh, at Cal uh, watching the a preseason game. Um, and I remember telling him and, and since then, like he's already been a, a, a member of this thing, but, uh, yeah, man, we're super excited. Obviously excited to have you on. We're all talking about personal stuff. We need to jump into questions, <laughs> asking you questions. Um, and let's see if he can answer them. Sal. Let's hear Link. him. Let's hear him. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about, about last year. You kind of bring us into this year. Uh, you know, obviously not the way we were hoping, not the way that season probably could have ended for good reasons, um, just to give give us kind of your uh, mental like uh, view of that season, how it ended, and what you're looking forward to coming into this one now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, on a personal level, it was it was good to to be back out on the field and <clears throat> was pretty healthy most of the season up until uh, those last uh, I think it was four games uh, was dealing with the groin injury. Um, pretty much all but over that as a team you know it was exciting to see us um kind of come together um towards the end of the year there and uh we had some new additions to the team and we were able to kind of you know I, I think we were really close you know middle of the season and and, and it was it, it was unfortunate because i think we were just a few games um late to to starting to get those results and and had we got them a few games earlier maybe when we tied in vegas or when we tied a uh, oc um before we kind of went on that little run um i think you know we would have had a an easier shot at, at making the playoffs but um you know even with all that we we did give it like a, a really good push at the end and um you know had we not tied that galaxy game where uh one one at the in the last minute um you know we could have also been in a different trajectory so but overall i mean like the, the way we pushed it towards the end of the year and um for you know our first year as a team the the chemistry we built the camaraderie that we built um you know the identity as a franchise that we built i think these are all things that um going into this year are really really going to be beneficial um, cause we have a, a little bit smaller of a, a group this year, but more tight knit, a little bit more quality. So, so we're looking to, to really push to, to go as far as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And like, speaking of like, you, you know, you kind of mentioned that core, you have a lot of players returning. So I think you guys are kind of hitting the ground running here, but like, I'm really interested in you, in you and like kind of your journey through, you know, the signing and through last year and now into this year, like how have you kind of seen your role change at the club since, you know, you were signed? you know, kind yeah. of introduces the captain and then through last year now into this year. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, obviously the older I get, um, you know, a lot of it is, is off the field stuff, right. And kind of guiding, um, a lot of these players in the right direction. But, um, 
you know, obviously I still have a lot, a lot of soccer left in me. If I didn't, I'd be the first one to kind of step aside. That's, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I've had a lot of talks with the coaching staff, you know, about myself and, you know, what my role will be. And I think realistically, you know, it's tough for a, you know, soon to be 34 year old to, to start, you know, every game and, and, um, in a season. So, you know, I, I think it realistically, and, it, and this could change, you know, obviously injuries happen and stuff, but I realistically, I, I think my expectations for myself is, um, you know, stay at, start a handful of games and then as well, like be that guy that can kind of come off the bench in multiple spots and, and kind of fill the role. Because like I said, you know, maybe we're not as deep this year, but our core group of guys are, are very strong. And so we're going to need, um, you know, you know, our four or five guys off the bench to be a really important piece of the team. And so, um, yeah, like I said, in multiple spots, you know, I've talked with the coaching staff of playing, uh, you know, obviously both outside back positions, you know, center back at times, even if I have to come in at center mid towards the end of games, if, if there's injuries or, and then obviously on the wing at times, uh, you know, where I came in a, a few times or one time at the end of last year, mm-hmm. uh, right before I got injured. So uh, honestly, I think everything's on the table and, and they've kind of talked to me about that and, um, I've embraced that role. I've kind of always embraced that role to just honestly play multiple positions, uh, especially at this point in my career where I just want to, I just want us to be successful. And if that's what the coaches see and uh, think that that's where I'll be, you know, best utilized for this team, then I'm all for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, for, for me, I mean, it's it's looking at kind of, you know, as you're saying, this season, it's different and we're already in it. Um, we've been talking a little more theoretically on our past podcasts about, you know, what the season would look like and, you know, what with signings and that kind of stuff. Uh, but now you're in it. You're you're actually playing games uh, against other teams. They are kind of uh, simulated games in some ways, right? They're they're proxy yeah. games, they're preseason games. But what what do you take away, I guess, personally from preseason since it is not a traditional sport where maybe you say, Hey, you get the repetition in there. There is some of that, but is there certain things you're looking for personally, I guess, from preseason, uh, at least now versus previously, maybe even. Yeah. I mean, results that they, they always matter, but you know, similar to other sports, you know, preseason in the NFL, you, you know, you got a lot of guys that are, that are still just learning the system or, you know, maybe not even making the team. Right. And they're, and they're going out there and, trying to jump into it and and for some guys on our team who are very young you know it's you know their first professional game no matter who it's against you know it's still a professional game you're still putting on a jersey you're still playing in front of Landon Donovan you know and uh you know obviously there's nerves for some of these guys and so you know you have to put a lot into perspective but um, overall, you, you, what you want to see it really is, is our coaching staff has laid out such good plans, you know, for this preseason. So <clears throat> no day is going to waste. I think every week we're learning a, a new part on, of our identity and how we want to play. And um, a lot of the new guys are catching on very fast. And um, some of us that have been here before kind of know the drill and, and need that refresher as well. So um, going into these games, you know, I like I said, I wouldn't put too much stock into the results. Obviously you always do want to win, but it's also about how we look, you know, how we look on the field. Did we do the things that we worked on all week? Um, are we growing? And, and that goes for, you know, individuals as well. You know, you want to, you want to show that, you know, you did a lot of the things that we worked on and, um, that's what kind of, you feel good about, you know, at the end of the day, the results, the results, the ball bounces certain ways, but, um, you want to have, you know, everything, all the odds be put in your favor when the season comes, because um, when you do the right things then you know, you have better odds of getting results. Totally. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, for us, we are on the outside and we get to see, like, for example, we they let us in a little bit into Landon's speech at the beginning. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot that we didn't get to hear that, you know, when he addressed you guys for the first time coming into the season. We saw the address mm -hmm. the first season as well. And, and then we get to kind of see little snippets here and there also of Nate and of the rest of the coaches and then how you guys react as well. We got a little bit of insight into that first match. Uh, mm -hmm. But and you were just mentioning from, you know, from your perspective, you, you said something along the lines of maybe we're not as as deep this year, um, but our core guys are are solid. Uh, how are you uh, feeling? What's different coming into this season and coming, you know, from last season, from starting last season? So go back to preseason in your first year with, with Loyal and now what this feels like. What's what's different now? A lot, to be honest. So, you know, when you're an expansion team and, and when you're putting together a roster, um, you know, everything in that first year was different because we had, I can't, I don't even know the exact amount of guys, but we had, you know, 24, you know, depth players, but at the same time, no one really knew their role, right? No one knew who was going to start. Everyone wanted that spot. It was up for grabs, you know? And so, when that mentality comes, sometimes there's a, a lot more fight, but at the same time, there's no direction that we're kind of headed as, as a team, you know? And so that first year, you know, there was a lot of figuring out ourselves, figuring out our style, um, you know, and, and as a coach and, and as a, as an older player and stuff, you know, and that's not gonna, not everyone you sign is just going to work out. I mean, you're not going to go perfect for 24 for 24. Like, Oh, all these guys are going to hit on all cylinders and we got our 11 and all these other guys are just going to be, you know, great in practice. Cause they're not going to care that they're not starting. I mean, that's just unrealistic, right? Everyone wants to play. And so, um, with the roster being a little bit trimmed down, but, but like I said, that 14, 15, 16 guys on this team this year are very, you know, guys that can all be starters. And I think everyone, like I said, everyone knows their role a little bit more this year. You know, there's no, you know, bad attitudes where you're coming in like, ah, oh, looks, looks like I'm not going to be starting this. You know, obviously there's competition. There's always going to be competition and that's what's healthy. But I think everyone kind of knows at least where they're starting at and, and nothing's really a shock. And so, um, yeah, this year is just, I think it's exciting. I think guys know each other more. Like I said, the chemistry is already there. A lot of us are friends off the field and, you know, even with COVID um, hitting, you know, obviously now that we're kind of around each other and, uh, you know, all of us are friends, you know, we're all, we're our closest friends here in San Diego. So, um, yeah, I think, I, like I said, the, the chemistry this year has been off the charts, you know, the group chats that we have and um, some of the hangouts we've had uh, outside of soccer. Um, and, and it's just a really good like I said, core group of 15, 16 guys. And then, and then I, I don't think also they're done, you know, making moves, you know, I think, I think at some point they could, you know, bring in that loan from the MLS. I mean, I'm not speaking for them, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna make sure that, that we're, we got plenty of able guys to, to get the job done. And already from what I've seen, uh, we look very good in the early days. You heard it here first. Benny Phil Harbour is coming to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's assistant coaching at Kansas City now, so I don't know if he'd leave uh, that chapter. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, chapter. I mean, Kansas City Maybe. assistant yeah, coaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. like here, San Diego Loyal. Or San Diego, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, for, me, for me, it's not even a question, but you know, for right. him, I don't know. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. 
Well, speaking of Kansas City, some of your background um, playing for Sporting KC and obviously having played for Timbers, you've played in front of some amazing supporters. Um, I kind of feel like we, um, you know, here on this podcast and our listeners and our members kind of live vicariously through our one like glorious moment, our March 7th date that we like hang on to so much. Like, yeah. can you kind of explain what that was like to finally wear San Diego on your chest? to finally wear the captain's arm and to lead the team out to kind of see us up, uh, in the opposite end. Um, kind of give us your, you know, relive those moments from your eyes. Um, yeah. Kind of dying I, to hear that. It was honestly, it was a special moment. It, it's right up there with playing in front of all those fans. I was, you know, like you said, I was pretty spoiled throughout my career with, with some good fan bases up in Portland, Kansas yeah. city, you know, New York at times, you know, when they could sell out Red Bull arena, but you know, and then in my last year, Atlanta, like that mm-hmm. was incredible. Um, yep. And so going into San Diego, it, it, it was weird because it, it felt like it's hard. To, it felt like home. So it was just, uh, there, there weren't too many nerves, if that makes sense. It was more just like, right you know, happiness. Like, Oh, this is just special. This is just cool, man. Like, like going belong, out yeah. and, and seeing kind of all these people that, you know, and there's probably fans in here that, that know me and I don't even know that they're at the game. You know what I mean? It's just, it was a, it was a really cool vibe and, and to be able to represent and be the captain and, and to walk out and have that special night. I mean, and we, and we talk about it so much because that's all we kind of have to go off of. And right. so I, you know, I said it in a tweet recently, I just can't wait for, for more of those nights because, you know, pretty soon they're all going to blend in. But that first night for sure was, was special. And, uh, obviously, you know, hopefully these, these number restrictions, um, start to get lifted and, and we can pack it as safely as we can. But, um, yeah. I, I'm honestly, I'm super excited and, uh, can't wait to kind of get that part of soccer. Cause it's just a different game, you know, without fans it, as much as it is on the field and you don't, you know, think about it cause you're so focused in the game. But then after you're just like looking back, you're like, man, you just, it's, it's just a different environment walking on yeah. the field and, uh, you know, the, those, you know, pregame butterflies and those seeing those people in the stands, like it's just different, you know, it's, it, it's, it's something that soccer has missed um, in the U S for, for a little bit here. So uh, can't wait to, to play in front of you guys again. To follow that up, like, you know, somebody you, you've, like you said, you've been part of some pretty special organizations that have had some pretty special fan bases. Does it really like, you know, in the 65th minute when your legs are heavy, does that really help? Like, does it really give you that boost? I, really interested from your, your um yeah yes and no i mean when i'm tired when i start cramping like it's very tough to reverse sure <laughs> when i'm Different, in the yeah. <laughs> when i'm in the 80th minute and i hop up for a header and those camp those uh calves start just putting knots in them uh He's screaming it's not easy but no for sure i mean yeah when you're dribbling the ball and the whole you know stands you know the whole the audience stands up and kind of gives you that like you know that gasp uh, i think that's that's something you, you always kind of have in the back of your head that you remember um, or, you know, you, you make a good run, you make a good pass and there's just those, those little gasps and, and, Oh yeah, that was amazing. And feeling that you have, you know, it's, uh, it, it's missed. It definitely is missed. And it, and it gives you a little extra. I mean, I, ever since I was young, you know, I like to play on the side where there was the most fans. This is back, you know, cool. high school and college days. Uh, you know, I wanted to be on the side where they could, you know, see me, you know, I wanted to be able to show off a little bit. So, um yeah I, I think i think for sure they they give you a little a little boost that's awesome yeah, yeah that's 
that's it's good to hear as fans because we always like to think we make some an impact but it really it does come down to it sounds like kind of being in the moment with you uh yeah kind of helping propel you kind of through it which is which is pretty cool to hear because that's kind of how we feel right it's like hey yeah we're there with I, you but like it's cool to hear that that's the exactly deal, yeah. i mean there's sure. a reason why there's a reason why in the second half you know you always want to be attacking the side with your supporters on it i mean we did that at portland all the time and it would piss us off before the game when maybe they won the coin flip or whatever and they chose the opposite side we'd be like oh this just feels weird going this way to start you know <laughs> but then we'd score two goals in the first half and, and close it out you know and so um you know we always like like in the vegas game you know we had it going the right way and whatnot so um that'll be something you know obviously we'll try and do as, as much as possible because i cool. think that that in the second half it really allows you to kind of push the game I just pictured Sal going, uh, cramping up, and then us behind him. <laughs> Come on, you can do it! And he's like, "But it hurts!" And then he and then he hears a Phoenix Rising fan go, "Get up, you faker!" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah I'm getting ready." <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's the adrenaline. I'll, I'll be cured yeah. after that. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. That's great. Uh, for for me, I mean, it's it's definitely. There. I was at the double post game in in Portland. And I will say, oh, having wow. it in front of the in front of the Timbers Army was like that's why it kind of felt like in some ways in that moment. You know, like you like to think like you know just that difference, a little bit of difference, right? It makes a difference. Yeah, when it's, man. You know, eleven to eleven and, and that whole thing. So it does. Yeah. It, it comes down to that. But, that's that's uh, one of the craziest MLS games. Did you did oh, you yeah. actually did you talk to John Kempen about that one? Did was he on this podcast or we haven't had him on yet? Oh, you guys yeah, gotta have him no, on. Yeah. You got to have him on. I'll tell him. No, but yeah, yeah, he was there and it, it's just crazy to think of kind of that story of him coming through there and then to hear and, and kind of that yeah. whole just thread is, is pretty nuts. But he was, if you guys ever go back and watch the, uh, I've talked about it on here a few times, but if you go back on YouTube and, and watch the highlights of that, he uh -huh. is a beast, uh, obviously for us here last year, but there it was yeah. one of the most insane penalty kick uh just for sure for sure i i <laughs> like I, I was you know watching that closely because this was 2015 i believe and so i was at new york yeah. i had just been in portland in 13 and kansas city in 14 so i i knew both guys on every team so i was just pulling my hair out just kind of <laughs> like oh my gosh this is crazy i think they have a bar now named the double post bar over there yeah i think in the the, the cool. stadium there yeah they put it yeah. in uh as yeah. like uh merit said if they won the title he would uh put in a bar so that was the uh the bar that he put in that for was, the uh, yeah. supporters was uh, yeah, the double yeah. post but yeah it was it's it's yeah it's just a crazy classic american soccer game uh, to go yeah. back and watch but um speaking of classic american soccer players i do owe you this fine jersey that's behind me uh, we can't see you, but I believe you can see us. So there is a yeah. uh, Bridge Barcada here jersey here with your name on it. I think they shouted you out on social. Oh, uh, and by nice. the way, I mean we as a collective, but uh, yeah. it's a group of us. And I'm supposed to give this to you at the beginning of the pandemic, but it's stat yes. in my uh, outbox. And so, like many things, so I will drop I that off that. the store to Jesse at some point. I remember that. Yeah, we had talked about. I was talked about coming out there, and then like, yeah, COVID hit and everything, and it kind of yeah. threw the whole world for a loop. But yeah uh i remember that i saw that you guys posted that and you're like when are you gonna come join and so that's a pretty cool jersey man thank you look at this yeah. sal, sal, sal saying fit just to play at bridge barcada look at yeah, that yeah i, I <laughs> the whole off season for that actually perfect hey you just reminded me too <laughs> i was gonna guys. mention drew before you get to the next question um which i will let you i promise uh this is episode 28 it's just so i mean you kind of skipped 20 but it's the eight is still in there so it's very uh proper that we have sal in here um exactly. you, are, you still do have number eight coming into the season right you're keeping that i do yeah okay. yeah and especially now that i like i said i'm probably be hopping into multiple spots it's a little bit more fitting you know last year i was playing kind of one of the center backs in the three so an eight looked a little odd in there but um 
yeah, hopefully, you know, it's going to be a fun year. I, I, like I said, I, I like to embrace a lot of challenges and, and I, I'm pretty confident in myself that I can play multiple spots. Actually, when, when I first, uh, signed here, one of my first, um, get togethers, I, I met up with Landon for lunch kind of when we were real early days, just kind of discussing about, you know, that they're bringing a team here and, we, you know, he wanted me to be a part of it. And, um, just just off top you know we got to talking and i was just basically saying like look i can i can play pretty much wherever you guys need me you know like just to fill in a hole like you know if there's injuries certain days and and a guy need you know we need a center mid and and there's no one else i'll be the first one to hop in there so um i like to embrace these new challenges and that's what's kind of you know enabled me to have coaches kind of give confidence to to play me in multiple spots right because i wasn't always a right back i wasn't always a center back but they asked me and I just embraced the challenge, you know? And so, uh, it, it always, it hasn't always been pretty, right? I'm not a natural center back. I'll be honest with right. you. I, if you guys ever saw me early in my career, I would have never told you I would ever play there. But I, I mean, at, at a certain, at a certain point, you, you kind of just learn the game from multiple lenses and, and it helps. And so, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge of playing different places. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, it's it's kind of crafting, you know, uh, into my question, which was mainly about uh, growing up in Southern California and being a player. My dad went to uh, Patrick Henry, so did my mom and, and oh, grew up wow. in Del Cerro as well. Uh, but he was a ball player. He played baseball okay. uh, in the minors for a number of years. But he always he always uh, kind of said that being a Southern California player gave him two affordances, one of which was being able to practice all year round, which certain yeah. players uh, all around the country aren't afforded, uh, especially when you're in different markets, right? Uh, like Kansas City, even it's pretty hard to get out there during summer sometimes when it's pretty uh, hot. But um, the, the other part of that was playing against, you know, world talent coming in the sport, um, you know, through high school and that kind of thing. And so my question for you is kind of twofold. It's one of which, what, what did it mean to you to be a Southern California player uh, going into kind of the greater soccer sphere? And then beyond that, um, just looking at the, um, you know, uh, the, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. The, that and then plus the, the idea of being a high school player transitioning into, into soccer uh, specifically, um, you know, going through that route as opposed to somebody who came from like a club um, perspective or a club academy perspective, which a lot more kids yeah. are coming through now. What what affordances maybe being you know a regional player here versus also uh, that that pathway maybe for you? Yeah, I mean I've talked about well first of all going back to the Southern California thing. I mean I've always like I and I think you guys have heard me say I've always repped like San Diego and SoCal. Yeah. Like it's it's my it's my go to. Like seriously, when I talk to people, like when we would play ODP and stuff, I was like, oh Cal South, oh it's the best. You know the Southern California has the best players and just has that Latin flair and and. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of good competition. You know, I wanted to stay here for college, ended up going to UCLA and, um, you know, I've always took pride in being, you know, from SoCal and so many great players have come from here, right? I mean, out of LA and, um, you know, obviously Landon and, and there's been just ton of guys that have come from Southern California. So, uh, for me, that was really cool. And the other pieces, yeah, I mean, I played high school soccer, you know, at the time they had uh, a residency program uh, out in Bradenton, Florida, where a lot of players uh, with the youth national team would go out to, you know, your Michael Bradley's and um, even Eric Avila was out there who was on the team last year um, at that age. And so, you know, I was always a little bit uh, kind of on that cusp of, um, you know, getting asked to go there. And, and to be honest, I'm so happy they didn't, you know, ask me to go there because uh, I really just enjoyed playing you know, high school sports. I think that's so important just to be able to play like within your community and kind of, 
you know, like in England, you know, you grow up in, in a certain academy like Jack Metcalf, you know, he's he's still a you know diehard Liverpool fan growing up in Liverpool. Like for me, that was that was, you know, high school soccer. Right. I mean, it's it's as stupid as that sounds. I mean, it's just, you know, Patrick yeah, Henry, San Diego, that community is 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 where I am. And, and so um, I really did enjoy that. It, it is a shame for me, that, you know, that they changed some of the academy stuff. And, um, you know, they're basically now like there's basically re little residencies, you know, all throughout the U S and so, you know, you get a club like, you know, surf Albion and in the, in the top clubs in San Diego um, who now have, you know, better competition, you know, you're playing on a daily basis against better competition than I ever was playing club soccer, but that's what they had, you know, ODP for and, you know, regional team and then national team. And so the structure was a bit differently, but it, it worked for me and, and I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I wouldn't, even if in today's day and age, I, I'd like to think that I, I would, you know, at least try to squeeze in a year of high school soccer, even if it meant uh, sitting out for the time being at, at, a, at one of those clubs, just because like I said, I, I really did have some of my best memories uh, playing on that turf field at night in, in front of, you know, your high school friend with your high school friends that I'm so close with till this day. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank that's you awesome. Uh, for sharing that with us. We're gonna we're running out of time with you. We do want to respect your time, and obviously, we want you to come back eventually, and and we'll talk a little bit more. But I, I want to jump into your podcast. Obviously, for those of you that are here, uh, I hope I would hope that you know about BS and then BSI, and now what is called the Soccer Soup. Um, yep. You know, for those of you that do not know, Cell <laughs> has a podcast, and he's had a podcast. I think believe this is going into season three now, right? So first season, yep. season was BS, three. right? Which is yeah, Benny. Uh, so it was the it was the. It started. It started with Benny and Sal. This was this was uh probably our first like, I guess our first season was BS. But we had Ike come on probably halfway through or a little bit before halfway through that season. It was BSI really, before BSI. He really lobbied to get that I in in <laughs> in the title. So uh, we changed it to BSI awesome. for season two. Um, and our first guest for season two was actually Alan Gordon who uh was a it, it was a great oh episode God. really funny like yeah that was so funny i was dying laughing yeah yeah the and soccer so fleet, the soccer fleet story uh, oh every, yeah all that stuff so oh my god so you know when, when benny's schedule was starting to change you know he was getting into coaching at ucla and then he left to go coach at uh sporting kc you know obviously his time's you know a lot more uh packed and he, he's got a family too and um and, and obviously he wanted to keep it going, but I uh, couldn't. And, and Ike, you know, he has some um, his schedule with a, a player and he's going through some, you know, medical issues that he's kind of recovering from. So it was tough for him to also commit um, for the upcoming year. And, and obviously they both, you know, gave me their blessing and they said, hey, why don't you, you know, kind of keep everything where it's going? Because, you know, we are getting a good amount of downloads and everything. And as you guys know, that's what, you know, kind of people look at for for podcasts. So, um yeah, I basically approached Alan like, hey, you know, you do loans right now. You have no affiliation to to MLS or soccer. Like, you'd be perfectly reckless to be able to say whatever you want. <laughs> and there <laughs> would be no repercussions. So um, he was still, he was still, uh, you know, he, he was like thinking about it. He's like, you're right. You know, I've been wanting to start something like this. And so, and so he hopped on and, uh, he hopped on and then he was telling me about his buddy, Dan Gargan from, from LA and, and they had a show together, I think a little bit and they have a good chemistry together. And so it all kind of worked out and fit. I, I had a little zoom call with them and they were all for it. And, 
um, you know, it's nice to jump into a podcast where, you know, you already have ads, you already have listeners, you already kind of have your whole setup. You don't have to start from, from scratch day one. So, uh, they were pretty pumped about it. And we actually just did our first interview yesterday with Pablo Mastrani. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a good one. It was real funny. You know, I asked him about those 2002 World Cup pre pictures that him and Landon and a bunch of guys did, and, and oh man, he oh, man. he was saying some funny stuff. Uh, a little preview, but the the uh, uh, the photographer that was taking him just, I guess, apparently he kept telling him to to give him sexy lips. So uh, that gives you a little <laughs> little preview into into what was going through his head. So if you ever see those pictures, you know, just think about the photographer oh, yeah. telling all these players to, to show them his sexy lip or their sexy lips. I think so. everybody here is uh, uh, right now subscribed to the athletic. So you've seen some of those pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did that article, right? Yeah. yeah. Big article. Yeah. <laughs> some of yeah, the quotes that, in that article. Oh my God. I know <laughs> that cracks me up every time. So, oh, no, so I had so to ask good. him about that. And, and also he's a very, uh, you know, philosophical kind of deep thinking coach. So he had a lot of, a lot of good nuggets in there. Um, so yeah, check it out. But, um, yeah, it was cool. I, I just want to make sure that everybody on here goes and checks that out. It's coming out pretty soon. Um, uh, it sounds like, uh, it should, it should drop tomorrow actually. Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah. Mm. So. so go look for it. The soccer soup. Uh, it's on, uh, I believe the believe network right now. Yeah. Um, Dan, uh, Dan Gargan, by the way, uh, played in Chivas USA. He played yeah. in, uh, galaxy as well. I believe while Alan Gordon was there, uh, Alan Gordon and you played in Chivas USA for a while. I, I consider yeah. Alan Gordon very much a Chivas USA legend. All right. He played nine times and scored once that yeah. automatically means he was a Chivas USA legend. That is <laughs> yeah. more and I, than I, most and, players and, there. Just so you know. And, and myself as well. I think I played 10 games and had one assist. So there you go. Hey. I think it was uh, match nice. made. Chivas USA legend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rest in d- peace. disregard the 16 goals that he scored during 2005-2010 for Galaxy and then came yeah. back and scored another 13 <laughs> for them. Yeah. No, he's a Chivas USA legend. All right? if you, if you couldn't <laughs> tell, Barry's a big LAFC supporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, LAFC is, is, yeah, I mean, I, I like, honestly, I like both those LA teams. I think they, they uh, have done well to build soccer in Southern California, but I, I have yet to go to an LAFC game. I, I actually, lucky uh, enough, was talking either, yeah. to uh, to Larry. Um, oh, yeah. For he's, he's, yeah. 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 And he, he tweeted, uh, I don't know if he, t- yeah, he tweeted me because, you know, I think he listened to the podcast with, with Will Farrell that we did, which was also amazing. <laughs> and he awesome. had said, hilarious. Yeah. And he said, uh, you know, I, I think there was a clip where I, I said I hadn't been to a game yet, but I'm really looking forward to going. He's like, hey, next time you next time you want to go, you let me know. I'll host you and your family. So I got to take him up on that offer. Oh, absolutely. Make, if make you have sure any... he won't forget. I got to make sure he won't forget. No, right, keep it, if, keep if, it active. If, if you have any problems at all, just uh, tell Larry that you know Jerry Jimenez. He'll, he'll, you're good to go. I'll go right in. Promise you. Right. drop. Name okay. drop. Promise <laughs> you. Anyways, no, Sal, thank you okay, so much for coming on. Um, is there anything you guys want to add before we go? Steve, no numbers, okay? We're not looking at formations today. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll have him back for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And I was going to ask, but maybe just briefly, um, you when you when at the beginning of your career, you went to Hoffenheim, and now Steve yeah. Sorrento is going to be the coach. Of Hanover, 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 Hanover. Hanover, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was, that was, that's a pretty cool kind of connection. You know, when you went there, he was established. 
you know, now yeah. you're going to be playing against him as a player. I think that's kind of a cool connection. So it, do you want to talk on that briefly before you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it, it's it's really weird to be honest. Yeah, it's it's interesting <laughs> because, um, yeah, Steve had been in Hanover. He was he, he was like a, a bit of a mentor for me when I when I was there. You know, he yeah. would have me over and kind of show me the ropes when I was like that. You know, SD kid coming over didn't speak the language. He had picked up the language perfect you know he's dating a german girl at the time who's now his wife with and he has <laughs> two girls and he's right. just fully entrenched in, in german culture so um yeah I, I didn't know if he would ever you know kind of make that that switch over to the u.s but he had been coaching i think with the u23s and and whatnot and we always kept in touch you know on social media and our wives uh keep in touch as well and so you know when he was moving uh well when they announced I think Twelman kind of was the first one to drop it, but he had said that uh, Steve was going to coach in Vegas and and that whole bit. And so my wife reached out to to his wife Mandy and was like, "Hey, uh, are you moving to Vegas? Are you moving to LA? Like, what's the what's going on?" And so I think they're moving to LA, um, and he's kind of working under LAFC's umbrella, but right. they're going to play their home games in Vegas. So. A bit strange. I mean, that makes I, a lot of sense. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, it's cool. It's it's gonna be really. It's gonna be honestly really weird because I haven't. I don't even know if I've seen him in person since you know I left. Uh, you know, he's he's come back a few times in San Diego, but we never kind of. You know, the off seasons were always different when I was away and he was there, and yeah. So uh, it'll be really cool to to see his face. Uh, you know, when we play him, he's gonna be like, "Whoa, this is weird." Like I played with you, and now. Right on some random field in in Vegas, you know, playing in a in a USL <laughs> matchup. But um, I'm excited for him. I, I think I think he's got uh, a long career in coaching uh, ahead of himself. So um, whether that be in the USL for for the time being, but I also think you know beyond that, I think he can go you know MLS and then even for sure know, even beyond that. So. Oh, yeah, I know he got his UEFA Pro license a long time yeah. ago. He mentioned that in some podcast he did. Um, and that I think that's I think he's got a, a really good career ahead of him as well in coaching. Always followed that you know you your career, um, Trundolo, Freaky Haydick, you know the Cindy yeah. kids. Love to yeah. kind of follow them. Uh, there's so much history here. Uh, Joe Corona, um, yeah. you know, the list goes on and on. Ariola currently still. So yeah, uh, it's incredible yeah, how many sure. products we've we've given from here. So uh, yeah. thank you for telling me that. That's that's that that's awesome. Of course, yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that for sure. But yeah. yeah. Anything else, guys? I don't mind. I don't mind. I got some time. So if, if you guys are <laughs> have any more questions, well, I feel free. Don't don't feel like I'm rushing you off or anything. I'm good. I don't care. All right. All no, right. you were talking. You were talking about uh, you're looking forward to seeing his face. We look forward to seeing your face uh, <laughs> yeah. as well. Yes. And, I, and, and as I like to, you know, looking forward to seeing your guys' face. As well. <laughs> Drew, did you have one more for him? Well, I was going to ask just because we he brought up during his interview and it was kind of uh, out of the mix, but the the, the number right, so eight. Um, the the team seems to be very in on certain numbers having a lot of meaning. Are, are they big about just kind of? You don't have to spill Nate's secrets. Trust us, we know he'll come for us. Uh, but uh, uh, is there <laughs> is there a sense of like numbers actually meaning anything, or or are they more relative to, to kind of the veteranship and, and uh, kind of what guys like? I yeah, guess? I, I think I think that's the second bit. Uh, yeah. I don't think he they really care. I mean, I think there was obviously some significance behind just giving the ten out to anyone. Um, but no, for me, it was like eight because I wanted to, you know, go back to my college days, really. I mean, I've, I was had different numbers throughout my career. I, I could have been 15. I could have been 
any number here, but I, I hadn't been eight in my professional career, but I was that in college. And I obviously I, I really enjoyed college in that time there. So I wanted to get back to, to having that number. And, you know, obviously it doesn't, it's not a huge significance, but, you know, maybe, maybe kind of spark that, that, uh, you know, fun time in my career. Yeah, no, I, I love yeah. that. And to me, the, the orange stone Jersey or the orange, uh, original loyal Jersey to me will be you and the eight essentially just cause the, yeah. the marketing yeah. and all that stuff for sure. Yeah, cause, yeah. cause to me, it's yeah. like in my head, that's, I think what I'll always remember for sure. So, yeah. uh, that eight definitely looms large for us, but, uh, yeah, I was just curious cause we talked about that a little bit as a group and it sounds, sounds more like the latter. So and then the 10, like Guido, Guido's a, was a good player for us down the road. And, and I'm really excited that he, he came back and, sorry, sorry. Uh, well deserved to get the 10 and i think you know he's a guy that can can have a big season for us and and he's obviously totally. going to be an important player so and and, and it's cool because he's another san diego guy you know like you mentioned who <laughs> um you know has has a you know still in, in the prime of his years you know so uh excited to see what he what he can do this year I, w- I just really excited, Drew, when you were talking about that the eight to it. Reminded me that yes, I don't have to change my uh, my CISO tifo. <laughs> I don't have to change <laughs> yeah, right. it. It can stay an eight. That was me, by the <laughs> way. So <laughs> I'm, I made that for you. Um, it, we'll get you to, to sign it hopefully this season. Uh, but yeah, man, just to kind of close it up and, and let you go because we do want to be respectful of your time. I, obviously, I know you have children. I know what that's like. We we have a, li- <laughs> a few more topics to go over um, once you're out of here, but we won't we won't uh, take any more of your time. I kind of want to uh, th- just have you give or the, or the listeners, the locals, the supporters. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we have your back um, throughout this whole thing, and, and there these are the people that are listening right now. Um, do you have a message for them going into the season? Ah, uh, just be as loud and crazy and supportive as possible. Honestly, I think I think you're gonna see a group of guys out there that are, are really anxious to to have you guys there, and um, you know, and, and I'm sure likewise, right? So, um, it's gonna be really cool um to to be able to play in front of you guys, and I, we we know it's gonna be loud, and we know it's gonna be obviously limited capacity at the start, but I know uh, we're gonna hear you loud and clear. So. Uh, we're going to give it our all, you know, obviously every team in the league is going to say championship or bust, but we truly believe it. Uh, we we want to win the championship. We're not going to shy away from saying it. So, uh, that's our goal. Anything else is, is going to be deemed failure. Um, and I know that's, that's harsh, but I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, I think any team that, that has our quality, um, you know, would say that. So, um, we're excited to get the season started and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to playing in front of you guys. Thank you so much, Sal. Wait, yeah, Thanks, we're going to yeah. let you go. Have a great night. We'll see you very, very soon. And Thanks, uh, if we don't see you, you'll hear us. We'll I, I sure will. I will. I promise you I'll have this camera sorted and I'll come on again in the next few months. You guys let me know when when, and I'll and I'll come on. Let's do we it. We certainly will. Thank you very much for your time, right. man. Thanks, guys. Have a Take great care. night. Cheers. Thanks, Bye. All right. There, bud. All right. Oh, how did I... How did I like take everybody out? What is this? What is happening? There Whoa. we go. Fixed it. Jerry's taking over the show. He's going to tell us more about his Chivas USA uh, pamphlet with all the uh, the historical marks. In there. Yes. No, I just thought it was hilarious because seriously, I'm like, I'm looking it's at really it. I'm like, funny. they all went, they all played for Chivas USA at some yeah. point. That's hilarious. They like, should call the Chivas USA podcast. At this there point, at this point, it's just we make, we make, you know, we just make fun of Chivas USA. And unfortunately, it is what it is. It was such a failed project. Um, and it's so different from everything else that I, I feel 
like we we shouldn't make fun of it because that's the way you don't go about doing things and however alan gordon went on to do some fantastic things uh dan gargan was great by the way he also played the same position that sal played i know it sounded like sal doesn't really know dan very much but i saw dan gargan i'm like yo this guy's great and then alan obviously i mean i think uh, Tom said it real well. You know, I'm not sure how that's going to, if it's going to be okay to have Alan on every single episode. That's going to be like painful yeah. from how much laughing we're probably going to you know, be doing. So I'm it's really be pretty looking, good. He knows, he knows where all the bodies are buried for sure. Yeah. Oh, on, that, on, that episode, on that episode specifically, he mentioned like, you know, I remember uh, Gordon mentioned like, you know, I don't have any ties left. Like, whatever. I'm going to say whatever I want to. So mm -hmm. I bet that, that, that whole season is just going to be Ugh. fire because he just ha he just doesn't hold back. He's just not that kind of person. He has no, no. more ties. He doesn't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he, he still has friends, of course, but, like, he's not, you know, he has nothing to hide for Don Garber or MLS corporate or anything like that. Like, he's not like oh, that. Yeah. So that's that's got to be a great, great, great episode or podcast. No, I, I can't wait but, to have him back on and we'll, maybe we'll have yeah. a few, he'll have a few episodes for of season three out and we can you know ask him some stuff but what what a great guy i unfortunately he couldn't make his camera work i promise you guys that was sal okay <laughs> you listen to his voice that was sal i promise uh <laughs> but that was that was great that he was able to come on um and give yeah. us so much of his time so that was super cool uh you guys we have some local stuff that we need to get into and we need to get to it now locals announcements we do. Drew, do you, do you want to take it uh because i'm actually i need a refill so do you want you want to take it if you don't mind I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna um, go I, back, back there. I'll be right sure, back. sure. So update yeah. as of um, no, I said Drew, Steve. Wait, whoa, whoa, oh, wait, wait. I was passing I it on. You to said you. I I will secede and I will also get a refill. So Drew, please. We're gonna leave Drew here by himself. Here's... All right. Well, while I do it, I'm also going to refill myself. I've got a little gummy shark here. It's not part of the drink, but we put it in the drink and then we uh just pour. That's the nice part here. About my choice so with memberships we're looking at uh currently All right, i'm back are you done pulling up the uh the statistics i'm back you done you done everybody not yet oh, uh but okay. i do know that uh this week it sounds like steve uh will be ordering most likely uh by the end of the week the we that was the plan the the keychains the scarves i will uh, not the be membership package information eileen will be ordering things there you go. I so, and by we, I said we collectively, but yes, yeah, I, I didn't want to go. put it directly on continue, her. But uh, yes, Eileen, our director of merch, will be placing the order for that. Uh, oh, if you really want to know how it works, I will be probably signing the thing that says we can do that, and then so will one of our finance members. So that's kind of how that stuff works. It's all a team effort here. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it should be happening by the end of the week. It looks like right now we're up a little bit. I think from last time we talked in terms of numbers, uh, kind of into the two thirties. 240 range which is great and so we're uh, kind of getting back up towards uh, where we were last year as well as uh, having a you know pretty full section uh, in terms of what they'll allow uh, if and when we get back and we'll get to that in a second but um, pretty That's exciting great. so yeah it's to me uh, uh, something that just every every time I see another member join back up every time I kind of look at next year or not next year 2021 right this season it's it's becoming more real uh kind of every day every week here that we feel like uh these these memberships are are you know kind of building our season and then once we get the actual items in our hands i think that'll solidify more of it but uh overall this is you know the games this stuff feeling a bit like it's smelling like the season just a little bit like the something just started in the kitchen you can smell the uh the wonderful just meats wafting down the hallway what drew yep. do you need a refill of the season by the way because no, i got rude. there I'm, uh, oh you, you got, got there what are you having what are you having 
The same thing? My ocean side. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, same thing. Cool. I just refilled it. Steve, you having the same thing? But I did add a gummy shark this time. Uh, so he swims. That's like what I said. Like There's sharks in the water. Yeah. Nice. Steve, are you having the same thing? So, uh, yeah, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. No, I want. I would just, yeah, I'm not. So that's why I wanted. I was bringing it up because uh, I'm having another creative creature. But this was a co- collaboration mm. with the Henley Farmhouse Brewing. It's called Leprechaun in the Barrio, and it's an Imperial Irish style lager with a Mexican twist. They added corn. It's mm. it's amazing. It is so. I've already had one so of these. Sweeter? Look at that. Looks really good. It's a low rider and a leprechaun oh, and it's in front a of rainbow. it. He's like, what's and up? It's green. Yeah, you're just, you got the whole theme Dude. with St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. I mean, come on, man. Hecto Cool, I still have to try. That's my favorite candle oh. of any beer I haven't had yet. You haven't had it yet? No. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna have to save you again. <sighs> yeah, so my, my half of the locals update will go to what Tom had just commented. So if you would throw that on, please. Um, we are in the red tier this as one? of today. That means, um, you know, no, more, that's not it. more opening, more things opening. Um Victor, our director of events, is on this. I saw his, his comments. Um, we we and him are going to be active trying to bring safe uh, watch parties, uh, you know, as safe as possible. So if you guys have local, friendly neighborhood bars that are going to be willing to show San Diego loyal matches, please reach out to us because what we need to do is not pack Stone Brewing or not pack Second Chance. As much as we want to, uh, we need to spread this out and do a lot of watch parties um, that are done safely. So please reach out to us if you have um, kind of spots that you think will will show the matches and you think people want to go to breweries, bars. Um, if you have connections there, please, please, please let us know. We want to uh, provide events for you guys to gather and watch any away matches, but we want to do so safely. Um, and that means not doing massive, you know, one or two watch parties. That means doing you know, much, much, much uh, smaller gatherings, uh, but doing so safely. So Please uh, reach out to us if you have any spots. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking to our partner bars, partner breweries. We have a couple other um, things in mind and connections. Um, so please reach out to us um, on our on just d- the DMs are open on social media. That's the probably the best way to to reach us um, and hit our hit our brains. So yeah, uh, yes, I was yes, just going to say. Eight. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say safety is comfortability. So I think part of our tenants are safety, right? So it's just part of that's being comfortable. Part of that's our, our partners being comfortable and other any brewery or establishment that's nice enough to have us, whether that's here at, in San Diego or on the, on the road where we may, may end up this year. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but if we do, you know, always treat this place with respect. Part of that right now is not crowding anywhere. You know, it's just it's just the necessary fact is just being nice. To those, nice not only to. Uh, our own members, but also to the wait staff and the people at these places to where they don't feel uncomfortable. They don't feel like they're in a position where obviously they, they would like any business, it seems like, but uh, in a way that everybody feels good about it and doesn't make their other patrons yeah. feel like uh, we're putting them out. So it, it's even, just anywhere that you think would be a great place to get a few of us together. Um, you know, let us know. Even yeah. furthermore, like the more we do things safely, the more I think we can, you know, show we are able to do things safely. That's a pitch to you know, possibly Trevor Stadium, who are a private university. They can control how many people they want to let in no matter what. So, like, we, you know, we need to be able to demonstrate that in the future potentially. And if we do um, do things safely going forward, that's going to be a tick in our box. So, Jerry, go ahead. I know I interrupted what you were going to say. It's fine. I forgot. <clears throat> this beer is delicious. <clears throat> oh, good to know. It's starting to kick in. Woohoo! No, uh, no. So, for this, I was going to mention uh, that <laughs> I did remember. Yes. Uh, 
we should do this for Bum TV, sir. That's what I was going to say. Like how the, sausage, how the sausage is made. Yeah, that's it. That's That'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be a great nighttime video for you to watch before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah should, I mean, we should just set up a camera for the day we pack all the scarves and ship them out. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Like, oh, it's like it should be like those old Sesame Street or like Mr. Rogers videos, but in between where they're like, "This is how they make crayons," and they like show you all the steps of how they make crayons, right? Dude. Where they're like, "Here's the mixing of the stuff," and then they like the packaging and like, I don't know, like, do that. Here, right in the middle of the podcast. Here's a message from our sponsors. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Kim's like, "Hey, this is the factory. This is where we make things happen," and then she like can walk us through. You know, or I don't know. Somebody else can. I just said Kim because yeah. Kim is the first one that popped up right here. She said 25% indoor dining. So, oh, I like that. She might not be done. <gasps> I don't know. That's how, you, that's how you use people's words out of context, kids, in terms of that. And yes, if you are listening to this on the podcast, join us on our YouTube to leave comments in which we can interact with during the podcast. And you can end up yeah. being part of the show that way as well. So thanks, thanks how a lot of these people get mentioned week in, week out is just by showing up. Just put in the hours. I forget you know, to mention that once in a while, man. Thank it's you. about the practice. Yeah, no. What a just professional. listening out there. He's like, why, why are they always talking about Kim and Tom and these guys? It's because they're there. Corbin, everybody's hanging out. Thanks, guys, for being anybody, here. Anybody hanging out while we're talking to the live folks? Um, we are working on a pretty dope art project. So if you have any supporters art, go to the shop and drop that off. Stickers, um, anything you've created, San Diego Loyal, San Diego Soccer, San Diego Soccer History, um, anything like that. We're working on a pretty cool project. Um, kind of teased it on Sunday with the tweet, uh, but it's going to be a pretty, pretty um, rad overall pretty, pretty. outcome. No, it's going to so be awesome. Please, please do that. Yeah. So they open on Thursdays, 2 p.m. Uh, make sure it's the shop. At, we're talking about the shop, the, the San shop. Diego Loyal Soccer Club shop. That's why I didn't specify. It's, it's clear. The street. Yeah, I know, right? I just want to make sure AKA everybody Mark gets Manchin. it. There's still some people we can't assume that everybody knows what we're talking about, yes, Steve. Yes. yes. Pick up some Shake Shack uh, across from there. Drop off your art. Like stickers mainly would be awesome. Uh, if you have pieces of art, uh, like literally a sheet of paper and you draw on it and just go drop it off. Um, we're, we're doing some. It's going to be cool. I promise. And if you yep. ask us individually, uh, we may be able to give you a little bit more information. We just don't want to put it all completely out there. It's kind of why we didn't pull put Sal's name out there as our guest tonight because we weren't sure 100% if he was going to be able to make it. All right. So yeah. if you were here, congratulations. <laughs> you experienced something that even we didn't know was going to happen. Um, so yeah, that's a really good point. We do have some questions talking about discord. If you haven't joined yes. and you're a member, that information is coming. If you want it sooner than later messages, I will gladly send you the discord link. If you're a member and you're a new member, um, if you're a past member, you should already have that. Regardless, Discord is where it's at. It's getting moving right now. We're doing a lot more. Like, for example, we have a what are you drinking on there that's gotten going pretty good. And there's food being posted on there at this point now. Drew's making me hungry all the time. It's fantastic. Just go and join Discord. It's a lot of fun with all of our members. Go and check that out. Drew, talking about Discord, we have some questions, sir. I know I'm eating. I'm eating too much. Apparently, that's a, that's a problem for everybody. <laughs> no, it's uh, like, what are you drinking? He's like, well, I'm drinking this, but this is what I'm eating. I'm but I'm also making pasta. <laughs> so here you go. Not only are we all envious of each other's beers. Now here's a let's up the ante with some food and pie. Um, but yeah, it's all in there for us. So uh, one of them was from Kyle Smith today, and he says, uh, with Landon saying he wants his attackers to press when the opposing team has the ball. Do you think we'll see the power subs holding back some of the top players to save their energy? Ooh, that's a good question. 
Steve, what do you think? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think like Sal said, it's maybe not as like deep as deep as far as you know, pl- like a number of players. But as far as the quality goes, like you know, talk about you know starters versus subs. Like, is there room for Ben Spencer in the starting eleven? I, I really don't see it right now. And like, he's an incredible. Pl- I mean, yeah, last year he didn't show well, but like if you look at his history with in the USL <laughs> and say with feeding Fraser, like he's got a really good resume to him. I like how you had to put that little, you know, thing right underneath. Like, oh yeah, but he, I mean, he wasn't that great last year, but this year. But no, but the it's point true. is, like, we he, keep he hearing could that be a really though. good super sub. He, he really could be a hundred percent. You know, he's a starting level. Yeah. He's a starting quality striker in, at the USL Championship level, and he's probably going to be starting on the bench for most of our games. So, like, there's just one right off the bat. Um, to me, you know, yeah, I know he started the the preseason game, but again, it's preseason. I, I'm not sure I see a place for him in the starting 11. You know, I think it's probably going to be between him and Nikki Jackson for say like a left winger role. Um, still don't really know what formation they're going to play. So it's really hard to say winger striker, second striker, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of players and a lot of, a lot of rotation. I think it's the season's what 32 games in 27 weeks. So there's going to be a lot of midweek games. Um, I think there's going to be heavy rotation, uh, you know, there's not going to be as many players available, so you want to keep your you know want to keep these guys healthy. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of rotation, and the players who rotate in and out are going to sub in, and I think they're we're going to find a really good blend of like everybody kind of finding form and uh, finding minutes. So yes, I think I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of solid players this year. I agree that uh, with that, Drew. Do you do you want to add something to that? Because yeah, I was, no, was going to say Sal Sal pretty much told us like it's it's going to seem like there's more. And, and if you watch any form of Liverpool over the last year, unfortunately for fans right now, it's not ended as well this end of the season, but it's because the press is so heavy and they've played so many more games over such a period that they normally don't. That's not as much of a concern with the team currently. So if you do look at kind of those two, you know, posing, just using them as an example, right? Um, they they played a string of games, then they played one season almost back to back into another season with a European campaign in there as well. Luckily, this team will not have to contend with any sort of domestic cup uh, at all, it seems like, um, unfortunately, because of the U.S. Open Cup. But luckily for us, in terms of pressing, they shouldn't have to. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not it is more pressing, um, you know, uh, with subs or if it is just able to sustain that based on fitness and and the starters, as Steve was saying, um, and and kind of an odd man out. But the nice thing is you keep that guy hungry uh, and they're always ready to come in. So for me, I think that's where we'll see. Some use of that possibly just because I think that Landon and Nate are smart to not want to wear out their players, um, you know, in a sense of of knowing what's there. And they did a pretty good job. It seems like a rotating the squad did last year. It didn't seem like that was ever a problem that people were too tired uh, besides some of those where we had like three games in like six days or something. But any of those besides uh, the crazy scheduling that you might end up with is to me, you know, it's a COVID reality. But other than that, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't honestly think that there's going to be a reality where that's as concerning as maybe say like Liverpool, where they've had just such a you know everybody's out of gas, and unfortunately you just can't do that kind of style when you're out of gas. A at bit. this, I, did, I think at this point it was a six straight losses for Liverpool. Oh <laughs> man, I'm I'm not I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> it's just it's it's not good. Uh, and no, but I agree because uh, here's the thing, and this is what concerns me. But it's what is yeah. my understanding is that this club was very much set up to play in a Liverpool style. However, it's the winning Liverpool that they were trying to, you know, copy, I guess, or, or to, yes. you know, uh, borrow from. So it's different. Okay. A couple of things real quick. Uh, and you saw, you may have seen it. Uh, Josue, welcome. Cheers from Chula Vista. 
Thank, uh, thank you for joining us, man. Um, Nick said, what are you drinking is my favorite page. And then Corbin said, what are you drinking has slowly become the most popular page. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to take full credit for this one because I'm so proud of it because I know my supporters like to drink their Akamahal. And if it wasn't for uh, not just beer, maybe mixed drinks, stuff like that. Drew was like, hey, if you think this is going to add to it, go for it at the page. I was like, I have a good feeling about this. Turning out oh, pretty yeah. good so far. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yep. I'm like just, coffee too. I'm just bring, matter what you're drinking. Oh yeah, exactly. We're talking about coffee too. I love coffee. By the way, Corbin's in high school. He can't he can't drink, so he will join us, I'm sure, with some cool uh, you know, fun uh, soda that he finds somewhere uh, in you know, high <laughs> at some point. That'd be great. There you go. Yeah. Uh that's awesome. And that I just re- bring it right back because I want to make sure that those that are just joining us right now, go join Discord. Go join Discord. Um, and let's see here. We have, we have a, a couple more questions, but, um, one of them that popped up real quick that I wanted to throw right back at you, Drew, was this one. Did I miss it? Or were you rudely interrupted by El Jefe? And by El Jefe, he means Steve. What are the totals on membership? You said I, I threw out a really <clears throat> just kind of, no, um, number that was not accurate. It was just kind of a round number. So to be fair, he did not interrupt me. I kind of just like left it, left it off. Like, Hey, there's. There's memberships. We uh, we have a few. It's 236. I said around 240, so I was rounding up a little bit. Okay. But we have, uh, yeah, 236 right now. Look at you can't you can't talk at. about Liverpool because automatically. Well, Corbin said six straight at Anfield. They they won yesterday. And Tom, of course, who's still here. Uh, we won on Monday, dude. I'm sorry, I'm not keeping. We won. One. That's three but in yeah, a row. The, the consensus is the style, right? It's nothing to do with the the pattern of player or them. It's just what's happened oh, here at the end of the year is you end up with with players who are a little bit tired in their legs. So you don't want to see that, which is where the, I think the question's warranted. And it's a good question. But yeah, I, I do think luckily we've had a huge offseason here. It's been a longer offseason than normal for USL, actually. Um, I was thinking about that the other day. They're getting another month or two on their legs. So all of that, I think should hopefully help the style, you know, talking about uh future fancy soda drinking Corbin. Uh, he has a question also. He said, which player do you think the highest potential to be a real surprise and establish themselves in a more important role than may have been expected before the season? I have no idea. Steve, who do you think? I if mean, anybody. it's hard to pick somebody from last year, right? Because you expect all the quarterback guys from last year to like come back and, and play the same or, you know, improve, you know, get to know the style of the system better, get to know their teammates better, you know, their fellow core members. Um, I, I've been on the record saying Colin was my my player of the season last year. So it's hard for me to say that he's going to surprise and, you know, whatever. So I think, you know, of the new guys to surprise, um, I think Thomas TV. Uh, as a center back, again, it's hard to say he's going to surprise. He's been USL on USL, you know, best eleven once, and then second best eleven twice, something like that. So, um, you know, he's got a history. It's, it's even hard to say who's going to like surprise. Um, Nikki Jackson, kind of from Colorado, maybe maybe surprised from in the sense that he's not one of the better known players, but I think there's a lot of talent and a lot of skill there. Look at Steve. Uh, just going to list everybody. Okay, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out loud, Jerry. You put me on the spot. You said you didn't have an answer, then you threw it to me, and I have several answers. I know. So. I'm just, that's why I did it because I don't want to be the one that starts listening to everybody because that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, I feel like Drew yeah, might have actually somebody that he's thinking, but it, go ahead, Steve. Well, I, I think Spencer, <coughs> Spencer, or more the two guys who in the in the surf video. Honestly, it's Spencer and, and Mer- Morgan. Um, and Morgan oh. without his long hair looks totally different. By the way, you're just yeah. like, oh, is this the same guy? But he's uh, he looks great. But yeah, he um, you know check out the Instagram on on loyal for those. And and if you want to play sleuth with us in Discord, we're also got that going on. We'll we'll start a channel called Sleuth soon, 
where we just put up clues <laughs> yeah. and, and for stuff on the loyal Instagram of, uh, hey, is this a player they signed? Who is this? Um, it's always a fun game. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, for me, it, it would be one of those two guys uh, is is Morgan or, or Ben, just because I think they were with us last year. So it's more of a surprise versus somebody coming in like Nikki, who it's like, hey, he's a surprise because people haven't heard about him as much, but he is MLS level talent. It seems like he just hasn't. Uh, performed that in certain parts of his career and had injury issues. But uh, Ben, you know, seems to have performed really well in the past. Didn't last year, but has, knows his players a lot better. And uh, yeah, I'm not surprised, uh, says Taylor Wombledal, that uh, uh, E. Martin is just going to be a total boss again. That is the least surprising thing we would I find hope, out. This I hope Elijah just teams. rips it again, man. Yep. I think, yeah, oh, yeah. I think Morgan is probably you know, after you already answered is going to be my answer because yeah, I mean, somebody had said that he started the last couple games of the season and he played really, really well. Um, so the yeah. other, off, you know, the, the off season, the rest uh, coming back, knowing the system better, I think he could really, really surprise. Um, but I think my ultimate answer is going to be Charlie Adams free kicks. Cause damn, those need to improve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, I need to see those better. I'm oh, hot yeah. on him. This well, season. And Guido, Guido, I'm sure could take a few too. He's pretty great. Yep. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Jerry, what's your answer? Um, On the spot, kind of. Highest. See, the question was, which player do you think has the highest potential to be a real surprise? Now, in an important, more important role than they may have been expected before the season. In a more important role than they may have. So, I feel like, I, I feel like Hackworth. I think. I, I think Morgan. Uh, I just don't see Ben playing a lot of minutes. I, I hate to say it, but I hope I'm wrong. Maybe that's the one. Maybe you're, you know, you're on the right path when you said, you know, the two guys, Ben, Ben and Morgan. Um, I think Elijah has already been fantastic. I'm expecting a lot already, obviously, from our number ten. Uh, El Diaz has to perform, and then we're looking at, you know, the the guys up front. Nikki Jackson. I think I'm expecting a lot from him too. Uh, I don't think he's going to surprise us. I think he's just going to be a, a beast over there. Um, uh, along with the rest of the guys. So I just don't see many surprises happening. I think we already know how they should perform, and we have a very high expectation. Here's the thing. It's not just us. I think the majority of the league has high expectations of this club just in general because on paper, we look freaking good, like really good, Uh, scary Mm -hmm. good. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Morgan. I think Morgan Hackworth is going to step it up um, and and absolutely right. At the end of the season, he was making some huge leaps and bounds. I think Nick said it. Uh, you know, it's 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 going to be great to see what this team can do. I do see a lot, and I'm sure you guys have noticed. I do see a lot of new faces that haven't been announced that have numbers on their jerseys already. So we're gonna get to see some youth. I think some of the youth is going to potentially surprise us. I, I do believe we're gonna see some of these young. Guys, hopefully San Diego, hopefully from, you know, these areas coming in and, and starting to surprise us and, and making a name for themselves. Some name that we might be like, who's that? And all of a sudden they're, you know, putting balls in the back of the net for Loyal. And this is the future of U.S. soccer. Like, that's what I want to see. That's what I'm excited yep. for. Um, and some of these guys look pretty darn good and they look like they can hold their own. Uh, two balls can tell us they were over there. I don't know. And are they in the <laughs> chat? Yeah, there they are. Shouts. Yeah, I'm just hating on them because i want to go 
<laughs> They're saying the presence of Herzog would be a surprise, but I think that's not going to surprise anybody. He's our signature offseason signing, so he should perform, um, being one of the top goal scorers in the league, you know, year in year out. But I would I would say Toomey to me is the other player we didn't name that has the potential to explode. He has the talent to explode. Uh, it's just a question of being in the right place, in the right system, and and, yeah, he just, and making it work. And but he is the talent. Yeah, to, yeah to, you're right. He seemed kind of like lost every almost every time he took the field last year. He seemed kind of like he had the energy and he he had the talent, but he didn't really have a position. And that's mm-hmm. okay sometimes. I mean, you look at the guy like, and I'm going to default to my traditional example for a player that never had a position but always worked was Coutinho when he was at Liverpool because man he was yeah. so good but he was not a number 10 he was not a winger he was not a midfielder he was whatever Coutinho wanted to be that day but damn he was good and so like I think he could kind of play that role but he just he needs to kind of find that that niche in that system and, and make it work for him and not 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 the same style of player by any means of course at the same level of talent but the point is you know you, you don't need to have a defined position in order to make an impact on the field. And I feel like he just last year, he didn't have that, but it also didn't work. And I think that that could work if, um, you know, if it, well, if it works, but the yeah. point being, I, I, I think he's got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know, dude. So no, I'm with you. one thing I'm that you. I wanted to mention, and I, I, listen, I don't like taking on this role and I'm going to do it right now. Hold on. Let me take a sip of this beer because I'm about to be in a complete Uh-oh. jerk. No, no. Okay, I don't. I don't like doing. I don't like doing this. I don't like doing this. But we have to mention that uh, a certain uh, Miguel Ibarra was at practice, right? And I also have to mention that everybody got all excited. Oh, we missed a signing. What's going on? It clearly stated it was his first day there. First of all, second of all, if you go back and look at uh, uh, the way our club is set up, it doesn't make any sense. He's there to keep fit. All right, and this is what I'm saying. I don't like doing this, and I hate to be the one that shuts people down because, yes, Ibarra is fantastic. He's a great player. He does He's not incredible. fit into this squad. I, I just don't no. see him fitting into yeah. this. Like, you guys, if you like Ibarra and you know what a great player he is, I try to fit him in upside down. I was like, what if he just, like, what if he sells hot dogs on the, on the side? Can we bring him in then? <laughs> like, I f- try to figure out all the different ways that we could possibly bring him into the squad. There's no way that he fits into this. He's there to keep in shape. Okay, I just want to make sure people know this. And I am happy to eat my words if we hire him because I like the guy. Because I think he's a talent. Uh, however, he was let go by, I believe, Sounders? Drew? Mm-hmm. Right? Just Steve? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he, he was with um, he was with Minneapolis for a... Uh, 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 not Minneapolis. Yeah, made it straight in Minneapolis, yeah. Uh, yeah Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Uh, and then... Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it was just, it's just, he was, a, he's a good, good player. Um, and I was talking to a couple of people today and I was like, he does not work unless he has Christian Ramirez with him. It has to be Batman and Superman. We're not bringing in Christian Ramirez. No, but th- as a joke, of course, <laughs> listen, I just don't see this working. So I hate to bring everybody down that was like, oh, we got, I missed it. We got a bar. No. All right, he this sort of thing happens. By the way, there were some bomb players our first season that were just training with us that ended up signing like overseas. So that's all I have to say about that. All right, I, I hate to bring. It I just love that there's great talent around the squad. Yes, always. exactly. Like like the fact that like like I don't know, Zlatan could show up point. to practice one day. Apparently, yeah. like you know, like cool. 
like great like I, i'm just into the fact that the club has such great you know talent rotating around it to where you know hey we're seeing it like an mls club where we just have so-and-so drop in the train because they they see it as a great facility this is also the advantage of having a chula vista athletic training center down there is is yeah. the the olympic facility there is yeah a reason that these guys feel hey i can hang out in san diego and you know what it's going to be better than whatever gym in whatever city you know i could be going to uh and again i, I brought this up with with uh sal a little bit is you can train here year round you can train here even though it's been a little rainy and a little bit we we joked about the weather uh <laughs> somewhat yeah. this week might seem like it's, a little tiny thing know, but it's not it's a lot better than it's a big else. it's a big deal drew it's it's a really yeah. big deal that you can do that yeah. and like well, well and yesterday I, was terrible by the way but today was nice <laughs> today was nice <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean I, no i was going to mention that the the more you know high level talent we have around the squad the better like you look at a guy like Toomey, and he like we just we just talked about him at length he's got all the talent in the world pitman he needs to fine tune that and look at the players he's been surrounded with over the past couple of years like in the attacking sense Guido, now herzog um rubio rubin last year like you know, look at this talent, look at these players that are kind of like hone their skill through the years. And, you know, you got a guy like Tumi who still has a lot to learn, but he's got the talent and he's got the, the drive uh, learning. And, you know, this is how you build a club. You build it with, you know, some, some high level talent being around and you, and you grow players from kind of this raw ability into this refined player. So it's, it's, it's a good sign. You know, the more, the better. Yeah, we're on it, Nick. The weather committee did wonders today. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep, I put um, it. I put in. I put in the complaint from yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> they did their job. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, is there anything else that we need to hit as far as locals topics go? Otherwise, I mean, I think we can call it a night. Do you guys want to do an after hours hang out for a little bit? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's Maybe do it. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, th- I, I think a beer. I I still have a lot of beer to drink, so. Uh, no, I, I think we're going to call it a night for today. That was fun. And uh, I think we got all the information we needed to get to you. If you're listening on the pod, uh, just audio, we appreciate you. Join us. Trust me. Tuesdays. We're kind of making it a thing. Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Uh, we'll be here. Drew Steck, Steve Brokoff, myself, Jerry Jimenez here with you. Um, and before we go, I did want to say uh, today the MASL, which is the Major Arena Soccer League announced its playoff format. Your San Diego Soccers are in the playoffs. Every team is in the playoffs. That doesn't matter. We're in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. Uh, And we're playing the Tacoma Stars. Uh, It sounds like the 26th and then the 28th of this month. So follow. Follow the soccer. Support your local indoor team. It's actually a lot of fun right now. We might not be doing as great as we should be, but... There's a lot of fun stuff happening, and you get to watch a little bit more soccer before our season starts. So why not? Yeah, just go and check it the out. Soccer's are awesome. The soccer's the are awesome. Anything can happen too. So yeah. it's it's the you know season's the season. Playoffs a different season. Second season starts now. Let's go. Yeah. So go and check that out. Um, and and that's gonna do it for us. We'll talk to you guys very soon. Join our Discord if you're not on there and you want to join and you're a member. Please hit us up any social media. Email us even if you need to. Admin at thelocalssg.com, I believe, is the email. That's That would be best. Uh, yep. and, and, yeah, go and, and check it Love out. The DMs. And if for whatever reason you haven't paid for your membership, go now, thelocalssg.com. Check that out. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think of uh, what we're doing. And join in and be a part of it because we need you. Because we're tired. And we need a lot we of We miss help. you. And we miss you. Now, we'll see you very soon. Uh, that's it, guys. We're going to call a night. We're, well, we'll hang out after this, but... 
Yep. For our audio listeners, that's it for you. Adios. <laughs> for Mr. Drew Steck and Mr. Steve Brokoff, my name is Jerry Jimenez. You've been listening to the Loyal Locals Podcast. Catch you guys later. Bye.